Welcome back to Jefferson Sports Talk. I'm Steve Black, and I'm here with uh, head football coach Fort Payne High School, Coach Chris Elmore. Coach, thanks for taking a minute to come down here and talk yeah, to us. Thanks for having me. Well, we appreciate it. Um, so, Coach, we're coming off of a, a huge win against Arab, 38-14. Uh, and in that game, we saw a determined Wildcat defense that had uh, multiple sacks, had an interception, uh, stopped a goal line drive, or had a goal line stance that was successful. Talk a little bit about how the defense performed during that game. Yeah, um, you know, I, don't think, I don't think they ever, I guess there wasn't a punt in the game. We never punted and they never punted, so we never really forced them into a punt. But we did have multiple uh, fourth down stops. I think, I, I think it was four of them, maybe, maybe in five. Where they were in our territory, uh, sometimes you know, like you said, one was down around the goal line, one was down around the 20, but uh, multiple times they were on our side of the field uh, and went for it on fourth down, and we were able to come up with a big stop. And you know, obviously those those plays a lot of times can be the difference in the game. You know, if they were able to execute those plays and convert, uh, and, and we were not able to stop them, they might have gone on and scored those drives and and possibly scored enough points to win the game. So. Uh, a lot of big plays by our defense, and uh, you mentioned Caden Dubos had a big interception late in the game. Yes. I say late in the game, it was still 31 to 14 at that point. You know, even though it's fourth quarter, you know, uh, sometimes the fans may be comfortable, but I'm never comfortable <laughs> when it's 31 14. So uh, when Caden got the interception, that was a big play in the game. I thought it kind of uh, gave us an opportunity to, to extend the lead on out and and kind of kind of put the game away. But um, it, there were several uh, key plays made by a lot of different players. Uh, throughout the night, it was, a, it was a great effort, just firing, you know, really just a team defensive effort by everybody. Right. Well, you know, and speaking of of that, I I mean, I noticed a lot of big plays from the offense as well. And and to be honest, I mean, from a spectator's point of view, which I guess you could say is what I would be, uh, I see a lot of big offensive plays from Fort Payne. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, well, we've been, I mean, fortunate so far, but we're very pleased. That's a, it's a stat we keep up with and track. We call them explosive plays. And anytime you get over 15 yards uh, running or passing, we, we consider that an explosive play. And you know, if you do a lot of research and if you, if you, if you listen to a lot of people talk nowadays, that one of the key stats in, the, in any game is who wins the explosive play battle, who has more big plays. Um, and we've, you know, once again, had, I think, we, I think it's the, Fifth straight game, we've had eight or more uh, explosive plays in, in the pass game. Uh, we didn't have any in the, in the run game, unfortunately, other night, but we had eight big passing plays. And um, I think when you do that, you're increasing your opportunities to, uh, you know, to win the game because you're making – it's not taking you as many plays to go score as it would the opponent. So, um, you know, a lot of, lot of, lot of opportunities uh, made by – a lot of uh, successful plays made by our offense. Uh, to get us down there and score in areas. And, uh, and sometimes, well, I, I don't know if we ever scored on any of them. That was what was weird about it. We had eight uh, big plays in the passing game, and I don't think any of them were scoring plays, but uh, but they all set up scoring plays right. and got us down there close and uh, some opportunities to, to score touchdowns. So, uh, yeah, anytime you can do that, and, we, and we've been fortunate this year that we've had a lot of those. Uh, anytime you can do that, uh, a lot of times it, it helps your offense for sure. And, I think if you really went back and really studied games, you'd see that the team that, that makes the, the more more of the bigger plays typically wins the game. Yeah. So that's why we're, we try to put a big emphasis on it. And hopefully we can continue to do it as the season goes forward. Well, and you brought up a good point earlier, uh, you know, and I know a lot of people kind of have a misconception about that, but back years ago, uh, you know, 
two touchdowns was mm-hmm. a huge, huge mm-hmm. win. Yeah. That was a big point spread. Yeah. Now it's not. Yeah. Uh, you, you, there's almost gotten to where no lead is safe anymore in, in a lot of ways. Uh, the teams can score so quickly in, uh, in so many different ways than they could, you know, 25 years ago. Um, you know, you got up on somebody, you know, 21 to 7, 25 years ago, you almost had the game kind of in hand. And, uh, and that's obviously not the case anymore. And so it, it's, a, it's a constant battle, you know, each Friday night of, 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 of kind of trying to manage the clock. But also, you know, you never want to, you know, we kind of did that a little bit down at Etowah. We felt like we took our, took our foot off the gas one time and didn't really push the issue. And next thing you know, they scored once, and all of a sudden it's kind of a game again. And, um, you know, you really can't uh, relax until until you've got the game well in hand, and that's something – you know, and, and, and it's tough for me because I never want to feel like we're, uh, you know, running up the score on somebody right. or anything inappropriate. But at the same time, you gotta you gotta make sure you got enough points to win the game. And, and uh, obviously, you never know in, in this day and age what, what that's going to be. Sometimes. Right, right. Um, so, Coach, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, practice this week and some of the things that y'all been working on without just giving something away? Yeah, uh, you know, I think that week after. Um, Homecoming is always an interesting week of practice. The week of homecoming is always an interesting week of practice, but they've always kind of got the game to look forward to and, and things, the, the parade, the bonfire, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so maybe a little bit of a, a little bit of a letdown that next week. There's not as much excitement going on, um, but we've had a good week. We, 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 you know, it's that time of year where, you know, you're not maybe um, uh, practicing at a highly intensive level every day. You know, you're kind of that point. We, we, we have a couple of big work days, and then we have a couple of days that are. You know, I want to say uh, they're not a walkthrough, but, but a little, little slower pace, a little bit more teaching, a little bit more uh, instruction. Uh, and then Tuesday and Thursday, we try to ramp up the pace a little bit and make sure we're, we're playing at a, at, a, at a game speed level. And um, I think we're gonna, we've, we've made a lot. I'll say we've made a lot of mistakes this week. But I, I used to that used to really bother me when we made mistakes in practice. But the more we've done it, the more I realize that's that's kind of part of getting better. I think sometimes you got to make mistakes in practice to see what you're messing up on and, and fix those things. And, and we're lucky that you and, and your, your crew always comes and films our practices and we can go back and watch those things and we can, we can correct them. And we probably get more out of that during the week than we do the actual practice. When we sit in and film and, and last block with the, with the players and, and we're able to show them, hey, on this, on this route, once you widen that split two yards, or hey, on this block, if you'll overtake his right shoulder and let this guy overtake his left shoulder, it'll work better. So that's the things that we spend a lot of time during the week working on. And we've done a good job of that this week. And it just comes down to tomorrow night, we got to go execute it. So everybody says the same thing. It's the truth. you gotta go, you got to go out there and we've got to execute our plays uh, offensive and defensive and special teams better than they execute theirs, and that's really what it comes down to. And uh, and, and hopefully we can do that. And uh, but we've had a, a good week of preparation trying to get ready for them, and hopefully we'll be ready to play tomorrow night. Well, Coach, we do go on the road this week, yep. and uh, that is a, a region game mm-hmm. against Lee, and uh, we'll be at Milton Frank Stadium in Huntsville. Um, and I know, I mean, just as always, Lee is they can be very athletic and they're they're the kind of team that if you lose containment they're probably going to score yeah they they had a really good start to the season won the first three games and in all three games scored a bunch of points 
Uh, they were kind of right there with us for three, three, three games as far as when you look at the state, who was averaging the most points. I think they scored 50 one week and 40 another. And, and, um, and I can't remember what the other one was, but it was a high point total as well. And, you know, they've struggled a little bit the last two weeks. Uh, May Jemison uh, held them to 18 and, they, and lost that game. And, uh, and then they lost to, uh, lost to Coleman two weeks ago. But Coleman's got a good defense. If you go back and really look at Coleman's scores throughout the year, uh, they have not given up many points. They've lost some games, but they've not given up many points to anybody. So, um, you know, I think they've, they've definitely got an explosive offense. Uh, they've got a good running back, uh, uh, number five, the long kid, and then and a quarterback, the, the van kid that uh, played last year. Both the kind of guys that if they get out in space, I mean, they'll, they'll score. And, they, and they've done that all year, no matter who they played. And they did it against Coleman. Coleman didn't give up much on them, but one time the quarterback got loose on a play and he went about 75 yards. And so um, they're just the kind of team where you've got to be on your toes every single play. And uh, if you're not where you're supposed to be defensively uh, and, and one of those guys gets loose, then it's going to be a hard time catching them. So uh, it's definitely a game that we're always concerned about because, you know, all it takes is, like we talked about, all it takes is you know, a few explosive plays and, and the game That's changes. Right. And so we've got to try to limit that. Um, and then make our own share of them on offense, and uh, and then we got to try to really win the special teams game. I think that's an area we can we can uh, win. We've we've got two really good kickers that are doing a good job for us, and we've got our, our, our the rest of our kids that are trying to execute their their role in the special teams, and uh, that's an advantage for us. I think tomorrow night, if we we'll, if we we'll use it as an advantage, we need to make sure we we uh, do a good job on on all of our kicking teams and, and make sure we control field position all night. Right. What would you say on an away game would what is it at away games, I guess, that concerns you or, you know, that maybe makes you worry about the fact that that is, in some respects, taking away from the ability of the players or the way the team meshes? Yeah, you know, I think before, you know, earlier in my career, you, you always worried about what kind of condition the field was going to be in. Uh, nowadays, with everybody having turf, that's not as big a deal anymore. Um, you know, in this particular week, playing over Milton Frank, they've, they've got a, uh, their turf field's about as new as ours, I think, maybe a, maybe a year older. It looked nice. Uh, but it's in great shape, and it's a good stadium, and uh, they've got plenty of room in their locker room. I think that's the kind of things I've always worried about is, you know, what, what's the locker room like? Is it big enough for everybody? How far is the walk to the field? And all of that's pretty easy over there. It's, a, it's very convenient, and, um, you know, and the field will obviously be in great shape. And uh, so, you know, once that is kind of – been taken care of, and then it's just a matter of you got to line up and play at that point. And, you know, yeah, you got the you got the bus ride going over, and that's always a little bit of a concern. But you know, it's about an hour and twenty minutes. It's not a it's not a short ride at all. It's definitely the longest ride we've had all year, but uh, not so long that you worry about you know the kids you know uh, you know getting stiff or tight or right. whatever and that kind of thing. And that's why you know, of course, we get there a couple hours early and have plenty of time to get re ready to play. But um, yeah, I don't think it's as much worry as it used to be. The biggest thing is we go go through our checklist and, and make sure we've got everything on the truck and make sure we make sure every kid's got everything they need in their, in their, in their travel bag. And once you get past that hurdle, it's just a matter of going over there and, and uh, getting unpacked and, and trying to enjoy the night and trying to go play the best you can play. Right, right. Um, and it's, you know, away games are a lot of work. I mean, yeah. it takes, there's yeah. a lot of moving parts to yeah. an away game. Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, I've got a great coaching staff and they take a lot of that off me and Coach Tinker, Coach Pinnell, a lot of those guys. They get that truck loaded and they make sure it's ready to go and Coach Camp and uh, Coach Pinnell and Coach Prater drive it over there and get a lot of it unloaded before we get there. And and then our kids do a good job of helping us make sure we get things on and off the truck uh, when we get there and we get back home. And, and it, is a, it is a lot to undertake, but we all kind of pitch in and do it together. And, 
and uh, it seems to go pretty seamless every week, but you're always worried you're going to forget that. Uh, you know, we've always forgotten something. <laughs> that's here, yeah, and, uh, key you thing. Right? You don't want to forget something that's important. In fact, one of the last times we went to uh, to Milton Frank, we, we forgot our water bottles. I'll never uh -oh. forget that. And, <laughs> and so we had to go buy some cups, and the kids were trying to drink out of cups all night, and, uh, which seems easy, but that's actually difficult during the middle of a timeout because – Instead of having that squeeze ball that you can squeeze in your mouth, they're trying to pour a cup into their face yes. mask. It doesn't work as well. So, yes. so anyway, there's always something you're trying to keep an eye on. But we've got a checklist that, that seems to grow every year, and and Coach Tinker and everybody else do a good job of making sure we got everything on there. Right. Well, Coach, I, I kind of want to switch gears just a little bit here. Um, we've we've got a very special young man at the high school, uh, Reese, and uh, Reese was heavily involved in, in our AV program. Mm -hmm. He was involved with drones, but I know he was specifically involved with football. Mm -hmm. And uh, the school held a prayer vigil for him this week because he's got some serious, serious health concerns. Mm -hmm. um, you want to talk a little bit about Reese's involvement in the football program? Yeah, I mean, Reese has been very involved since they moved back to Fort Payne. Him and his mom came to me uh, early on and he said, I want to, you know, I would like to be able to help. and. Of course, my first question was, what, what, you know, what can you do? What can't you do? What, what, what are your uh, limitations? And of course, you know, being out in the heat for a long time is is a problem for him, and being out in the sun for a long time. So, you know, first year we tried to help him. He, he helped film for some on the, uh, for practices and did a good job with that. And, and and you know, he 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 would love to help a whole lot more than he does. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, and he tried to come out this year and, and try to kind of get into a little bit more. You know, his, what he would love to do one day, if, if, if his health will allow him, is to be a coach. He, wants, right. to, he wants to be a uh, – he'd love to be a student coach somewhere and, and learn that he loves the game and he loves the X's and O's of the game. And, of course, if, if he could – if he could really have his way, he'd be out there playing. And that's what I tell oh, our yeah. players all the time is, you know, be, be thankful for what you got because he, he would love to be in your shoes. Right. And uh, But, you know, he talked to me about wanting to be a coach and, and, and what, you know, what could he do to help me out to, uh, to do that. So we try to give him some different things to, to do during the uh, practices to help us out. But, again, it's the same thing. It, it, he's, he's just being out there in the heat that long is tough on him sometimes. Yes. And, of course, everybody knows the – you know, first two or three months of football practice are pretty intense heat, and so he, he's tried to help us where he can when he's been able to and when he's been healthy enough to, but um, uh, he, he loves our players. I think they love him. He loves uh, keeping up with them, watching how they play, keeping up with their stats, and, uh, and of course, his family and I have been close for a long time. His granddad, uh, Billy Coburn, coached with my dad uh, when my dad came to Fort Payne in the, the mid-'80s, and, of course, his dad, Roman, uh, was a ball boy. Uh, when I got here, and then Roman went on to play for my dad, and while I was being a ball boy, so I, I kind of grew up idolizing Roman. He, he was uh, he was a ball boy like I was, and, and then ended up being a, a really good player for dad, and then went on to walk on at Alabama and, and, and played for Alabama. And so uh, you know, their family's been been close to us for a long time. And of course, uh, Roman's sister J.C. was my age, and uh, unfortunately, she was tragically killed in a car wreck when we were juniors in high school. So. Uh, their family's been very close to, to, to us for a long time, and, and, and that's no different now. And, you know, all we can do is continue to think about and pray for Reese, and he's that's going right. through some difficult times right now. And, and, um, and, and it's been a, been a hard, hard road for him. And, uh, but our players, I think, understand that and are trying to lift him up with their – with their thoughts and prayers yes. and you know we just you know you keep praying that you know that uh the, the god will have the, the the right plan for him and we know he does right. and uh but uh he, he's he's a tough young man to go through what he's gone through and he's still got a lot to go through but we're, we're pulling for him and hoping that he can he yes. can get the right answers uh where he is right now yes he's he's a very special kid and mm -hmm. 
and our thoughts and prayers definitely go out with him too. Um, Coach, uh, you brought some young men with you. You want to uh, introduce those guys? Yeah, uh, in the white chair here, Chambers. Hayden's one of our uh, kickers and our punter. Uh, of course, we, we joke he's he's our punter, and we hadn't had a chance to, to utilize him a whole lot yet, which is a good thing. But uh, he hadn't had a chance to punt a lot. But we've 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 had a pretty good success offensively so far. But did a, did a great job last week kicking off. Um, yes. He and Connor both can kick off, and Hayden's kind of. It's kind of like, I guess, a golfer getting the hot hand a little bit. Hayden's kind of gotten the hot hand here lately with, with, the, with the length of his kickoffs, and he's been kicking them all in the end zone more consistently, and he, he kicked four out of six in the end zone against A-Rab, which is, you know, a huge advantage. I mean, anytime a team's got to start on the 20 every all the time, uh, it's a big deal. So he had a great night for us kicking them all in the end zone. And uh, and then right next to him is Dax Varner, our quarterback. Of course, Dax, is, uh, his accolades have been highly uh, kind of publicized this year, and rightfully so. He's had a great year. and. Uh, it's already thrown for over 1,500 yards in five games, and uh, I've lost track of the touchdowns. I think it's either 16 or 18. I've got it somewhere, but he's uh, he's had a big year. Another night, he was 20 of 24 for for 294 yards and two touchdowns. But you know that, and that's an impressive enough stat alone. But what what I appreciate what he does is is he gets us in and out of the right plays, and uh, you know it's not necessarily always a full check. But we talk about things throughout the week, and I'll say, you know, if they get in this, we need to do this. And uh, he did that multiple times the other night where where they gave us a defensive front that was not good for the particular play called, uh, and he adjusted the play to what it needed to be adjusted to and uh, and got us in a good play. And, you know, that's invaluable for me because, you know, you can call plays all you want to, but you're never going to call the perfect play all night. And, and sometimes they're going to have the right defense for what you call. And, um, for him to be able to, to get us into some good plays and out of some bad plays is a big deal. And uh, he did that very well the other night and had a, had a big game for us. And then uh, on the other side of him down there is Carter Tinker, who, who leads our defense at, at Mike Linebacker. And, and Carter had over 16 tackles the other night and had a big night uh, just kind of anchoring that defense as we talked before, making the making the plays when we had to make the plays to, to get them, get off the field. And, and uh, uh, Dax is kind of the, the leader of the offense as far as uh, being the quarterback and calling the plays and uh, making the checks. And Carter does the same thing on defense. He calls right. the defenses and gets us in the right check and makes sure we're lined up correctly. And and that's a big job, you know. You know, Dax's job sometimes a little easier because we're we're operating at the offensive pace that we want to operate at. Right. You know, Carter don't have that luxury. Carter's got to see what the offense gets into. Uh, he's got to make a call real quick, and he doesn't have all day to think about it. He's right. got about a second to figure it out and make sure we're lined up correctly and make sure we're adjusted correctly. And that's a that's a big job and it's a tough job and uh, you know so we're we're thankful that we've got him there doing that and, and helping get everybody lined up in the right spot. So um, you know all three guys had a, had a big game for us last Friday and um, all three guys are very very instrumental to, for our success as we move forward the rest of the season. Right. right. So how are y'all doing this season? How do y'all feel like y'all are doing this season? I think we've started off pretty good, but uh, I mean leading the team in tackles, is, I, mean, I feel like that's a pretty good accomplishment so far, but. I feel like we started off strong. How do you feel like you're doing this season, Dax? Do you feel like you're doing it? I feel like the offense has kind of got a, a good pace to set us up for the rest of the season. You know, the record is not necessarily what I'd like it to be. Right. But, right. you know, we got, that's behind us. So, moving forward, you know, we can finish, finish up the next back half of the treasure season. Nice. What about you, Hayden? How do you feel like the season's going so far? I think we're doing pretty good. I think special teams, we're getting done what we need to have done on the field. Yeah. And it's so how many years have you been playing football, Hayden? I've been playing football since the beginning of eighth grade. Wow, that's, that's a long time. What about you, Dax? How long have you been playing? Uh, seventh grade was my first Seventh grade. Well, what about you? Uh, third grade was my first year. Gosh, y'all been playing football for a long time. What are some of the things that y'all 
y'all get y'all motivated for a game. You being the kicker, what, what what gets you in the mindset of you know punting the ball? What, what gets you in the mindset of that? In the warmups, when they turn the music on on the field, that's what oh, yeah. gets me going. What about you, Dax? You being the QB, what, what gets you in the mindset of you know coordinating the whole team and you know knowing what needs to be done? Uh, just the. Uh, you know, knowing what needs to be get done comes from preparation. But you know, the, as far as excitement of the game, just is how uh, how competitive I am. Oh, yeah. The competitive nature of a game of football and everything that goes into it, just all that adds up to excitement. Oh yeah, I mean, football is a very competitive game. What about you? What about you, Carter? How do you? Uh, how, what gets you motivated for a game? You know, you being D line, you got to take hits, you got to give hits. You know. Uh, I think the people around me that I have on defense and, and stuff, and just knowing that I need to be a leader on the field. To get every, keep everybody going if something wrong happens or anything like that. What are some of the things that that you've practiced during practice? What are some of the things that you've practiced that's really really helped you on the field? You feel like uh, just the mindset of knowing I've got to hit somebody every play. And oh yeah, yeah, I got to find the ball every play. So. What about you, Dak? Some of the things in practice that just really helped you on the field when you were in a pinch. Uh, just getting a ton of reps with my receivers, practice after practice, you know, because when you have the defense out there, when you have chemistry with your receivers, where it's as good as it can get, that makes it a lot easier in the game when you have people trying to guard them. So. What about you, Hayden? What are some what are some things in practice that you just you, you got to practice them, and then during the game it just really helped out in the game? Saying after practice, getting extra reps, really. Yeah. Just getting extra snaps, extra catches, extra punts, whatever. That's awesome. That I mean, you just stay after practice and get some reps. So what are some things that you feel like that you could work on to, you know, better prepare yourself for the rest of the season? Uh, surprise kicks. Yeah. Kickoff on kickoff. I got you. What, what about you, Dax? What do you think some things that you just really feel like need some work that you think you can get hammered out for, you know, before the end of the season? Uh, you know, always accuracy as a quarterback. Mm -hmm. uh, last week I had a pretty good week. And, you know, I've had, I've had you know, as the season's going pretty good, but, you know, always, and always get better, you know, completing every pass, you know, that's the goal, so you never get satisfied with that. So just continuing to put us in the right place, like Coach said, and right. work on getting it to my guys. So, What about you, Carter? What are some things that you feel like that you could you could really work on, either yourself or just everybody else in the deal? What do you think you could really work on to help you better play for the rest of the season? Uh, I think we just need to know what the offense is doing that week, and uh, we need to know what to do. You know, but uh, that's about it. Just yeah. watching film and know, know what the other team's going to yeah, do. Yeah, film really helps. Well, thank you all so much for your time, and thank you all for coming out here. So. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. 
At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Welcome back to Jefferson Sports Talk, and we hope that you enjoy this episode of On the Gridiron from Geraldine High School. My name is Tristan Thomas and I'm here with Coach Davis, um, the Geraldine football coach. So Coach, how do you feel that the season's been going up to this point so far? Oh, awesome. You know, it's um, when, you're, when you're surrounding yourself with young people and you have an opportunity to go out there and, and spend time with young people every day, it's really, there's nothing better than that. So, um, you know, we've had some things that we need to fix and some things that aren't, you know, perfect, but, um, you know, we have a group of guys that that want to continue to get better and um, they're going to do whatever it takes to to fix those things so yeah it's going good what do you think your uh, your best game has been this season so far best game well any game that you get a win is always really good right you know it's always it's easier to correct things that you need to fix after a win right. um, we haven't played our best game yet and I feel like I still feel up to this point that our best football is yet to come um, Leading up to this point, you know, we're at that midway point. We didn't play. We had a bye week, week five. So um, I feel like our best football is yet to come. But all the ones you get a win, obviously, mm -hmm. are, are really good. Um, you can't take any one lightly that we play. Um, all the teams we play are uh, highly competitive and really good football teams, well coached. All the coaches do a really good job with them. And uh, What do you think something that you all have done in practice, your team has done in practice, that's really paid off during one of your games? Um, we, well... Leading up to practice, a preparation standpoint, we, we film every practice. And um, we coach off of film, we watch film, we, we do that. So we're not out there for three and a half hours. We're gonna, we're gonna do what we need to do. We're gonna teach off film and we're gonna build off that the next day. So um, it's really paid off. We started doing that. We've been doing it for the last two years and we've seen a really big difference. If there's one thing that you would say needs to be improved on during the games, what thing would you think needs to be improved on the most? Uh, we're not coaching effort. You know, you, you talk a lot of people. We're never going to have to coach effort. Our guys, they take care of that. Um, really, what we've, what we've needed to fix from two weeks ago that we haven't done in three years is lining up wrong. Mm -hmm. um, so we've been working on that this last week. But other than that, that's about it. All right, Coach. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Hi, it's Maddie with FBTV, and today we are here with Geraldine Football with... Carlos Mann. And Jackson Colvin. So what grade are you guys in? I am a senior. I'm a senior as well. And what positions do you play? Uh, running back and safety. Quarterback and defensive end. So how do you think your season's been going so far? It's been going pretty well so far. It's not went as good as we've wanted it to go so far, but... Um, 
feel like we've been doing pretty good here recently. Uh, we've still got a lot of stuff we need to work on, but the start of the season I thought went pretty well. Uh, last week, two weeks ago, we didn't perform how we should have, so we're ready to come out this week and play better than we played all year. And are you like, during practice, do you like know the things that you're needing to work on as your coach helping you with all that and everything? Oh yeah, so we have, especially like during the individual work, we'll work on our craft and uh, they watch film and see what we need to work on. We work on that all week. Then we all put it together on Friday. Yeah, so we come to practice and we, we pretty much work on what we need to fix every day, work on what we need to get better at. And what's that atmosphere like here at Geraldine on a game day? Oh, it's changed over the years, most definitely. Um, I feel like the community is really getting behind us now. And um, uh, first it started with us buying in with Coach, and now they're all buying in. So um, the atmosphere is pretty great. Yeah, I think it's growing, and I think it's only going to continue to grow. And like you said, ever since Coach Davis got here, it's just only went up. Alright, thank you guys, and this has been Jody Football with FPC. Hi, it's Reagan, and here with me today I have Michelle and Riley, who are a part of the Geraldine Cheer Squad. So, guys, can y'all tell me um, what exactly got y'all into cheer? I've just always grown up doing it, and I like to be involved with the school and school spirit. I've always grown up doing it since Pee Wee, and I've liked it ever since. Um, okay, so what do you do throughout the week? Um, you know, you guys do stunts, several different cheers, and you have to get prepared for, you know, pep rallies and stuff. So what do y'all do, like, in training throughout the week? We be sure to have our signs done to hang up, and so that not only us, but our school and students are also involved in the school spirit. And we have our practices and our conditioning. Um, so last question before we go. Um, can y'all tell me, like, what's your, what's y'all's favorite part about football season? Um, just being able to be a part of, like, a great season with all these great players and band members and cheerleaders. It's just always something I've loved doing. And winning the, winning the games. Yeah, that, that always. <laughs> um, okay, well, thank y'all. Once again, I'm Reagan and go Bulldogs. Not so easy, is it? Thanks for watching on the Gridiron. We're back here and uh, we've got Coach Michael Davis from uh, Geraldine, head football coach. Coach, thanks for coming down here and talking to us. Absolutely, thank you for having us down here. You're very welcome. Uh, we got a sea of purple around us here. Absolutely. Uh, Y'all brought a crowd with you, that's awesome. Yeah, these uh, guys don't have any trouble putting down wings. <laughs> you bring in chicken in the equation, they're gonna be there. They're ready yeah, to go. They are. Absolutely. Uh, well, Coach, I, I know that you've got a program that's, that's very focused on not just playing football, but on developing responsible young men. Uh, yep. Why don't you talk a little bit about that and the importance that you feel behind that? Yeah, and we talk about it all the time. Um, I have these guys for six years at a time. Some of them has been shorter than that. Um, but once football is over, you know, what do they have to lean on? You know, because, you know, I feel like the sport alone builds so many qualities that go with life. But when it's over, we have to teach these guys 
how to live life when it's gone. You know, like right. it's going to end for 99% of players the day they graduate, you know, right. or in December at the latest as a high school senior. What does life look like without it? You know, and we got to, we have to equip these guys how to be quality young men and how to be a productive citizen, a great husband, because at the end of the day, I feel like that's what the world lacks. Right. You know, um, the world lacks um, hard times. When, yeah. when hard times happen, you know, I feel like um, people struggle with that. You that's know? right. Um, that's what we try to develop. You know, we just so happen to get to play the game of football. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I've known you for some years now, and I know that that's very important to you, and I appreciate your motivation and your direction with that because I think that is uh, probably the most important thing that these guys will experience. Yeah, um, it is. So it sure is. I, I do appreciate that. Um, now, do I understand right, this week is an open week for y'all? It was last week. It was so last we week. We play Ohachi on the road tomorrow night. So you mm -hmm. play them tomorrow night. Uh, and that is a, uh, that's a region game for you. Why don't you talk a little bit about preparing for that game? Yeah, so um, Ohachi's a very unique place, very uh, uh, close-knit community. They love football, a great environment. Um, we've played those guys the last two years. We played them in a playoff game um, my first year as the head coach, and then we played them last year as a region opponent. And, um, they remind me a lot of um, a lot of what you would see in Sand Mountain football. You know, right. you have blue-collar kids that play extremely hard and. Um, play for their community and play for each other and they play the game the right way right yeah. well now the way i understand it uh you guys are two and one in the region yes. and ohatchee is two and one in the region both with a loss to sylvania yes uh talk about how you got these guys prepared this week you and your coaching staff for this game mm -hmm. um you know we had it last week off mm -hmm. so we focused on us Yes. And nothing really changed going into this week. We focused on us. And, you know, every time we break down film and watch film with these guys, it's never about really about what the other team's doing. It's always about, hey, we didn't do this or we didn't do that or we did this well or we did that well or didn't do that well, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's what we focus on, doing the little right. things right. And I tell these guys all the time, if we want to accomplish what we want to accomplish, we have to be successful in doing the little mm -hmm. things right. If not, we're never going to get where we want to be as far as um, winning on a win-loss record on paper. We're never going to get where we want to be. Right. Um, we don't really ever talk about a scoreboard. We'll talk about doing things right, and at the end of the night, we'll look at the scoreboard, and whatever it says, it says, and we'll live and die by it. But right. if we didn't meet the expectations of playing wherever we want to to our capabilities, then we have a problem. Right. And uh, I feel like lessons are learned from losses, you know, when you get knocked off of where you're at. And I feel like that's kind of what's happened with these guys. Um, sometimes it takes a loss on paper to realize, hey, we need to correct this, we need to fix this, um, in order for them to realize it. So um, we've looked at it in that way, and the guys have come in, and we had a really good week last week and right. a really good week this week. We're just ready to play another opponent. It's been two weeks, so we're ready to play. So your next four games are region games. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, that in itself, I mean, that's that's a mouthful right there. It is. Uh, and then you've got, uh, I believe, three of those are on the road. Yep. Uh, so you got four four region games with three on the road. Talk about. I know it's, you know, you, coaches don't like, and you shouldn't. They don't like to look ahead too far. They're focused on mm -hmm. this week and this game. But 
talk, since we may not get to talk to you again yeah. before your season's over, talk to us a little bit about the remainder of your season and what you feel like y'all need to do to be where you want to be. Get a little bit better each week. Um, and don't take any opponent lightly. You know, we're going to focus on this week. And that's one thing after I reflected after last season, you know, the year before, not to take anything away from the opponents that we played, but there were some weeks we could rest people and, mm -hmm. and you know, kind of take care of each other. But this week, I feel like we're playing the toughest region in the state, to be honest yes. with you. And every week, it's like, you know, you get a win, you're sitting there on a Friday night, and you're like, oh, now we got to look forward to this opponent. You know, mm -hmm. so what I've been doing this year and trying to instill in these guys is we're going to enjoy the, the journey together and we're going right. to live in the moment and we're going to get better each week and we're going to enjoy practice. We're going to enjoy moments like this. Yeah, yeah. Because if we sit here and dread each moment and stress out about every little thing we have to do, then it's going to be a blur and the moments right. just, you know, they, they're they just a blur in our minds. So we're just really trying to enjoy the season together. Right. You know? Well, and, you know, you, you did mention um, – that uh, you said Sam Mountain football, mm -hmm. uh, and I, I'm from Sam Mountain. I, I grew up out there, and I know it's hard hitting out there. I mean, it's it's not it's mm -hmm. it's not relaxed football. It's not. I guess it's not. Uh, so anyway, I you know I I want to wish y'all well on your season. Uh, I don't say good luck. I don't believe in luck. Uh, I think you prepare and you, you absolutely. Know, that's that the result is how you prepare. And uh, so anyway, I hope that y'all have a really good season. I noticed you brought some guys with you. Uh, why don't you introduce these guys? Tell us what their name is and what they do. It's Ed Hernandez. He's a senior. He plays inside linebacker and fullback for us. This is Caleb Spears. He's a senior. He's starting center. Uh, Jackson Colvin. Uh, senior quarterback, defensive end, and then Carlos Mann, the running back and defensive back. All seniors. So, uh, how many years have uh, you been playing football? Um, I've been playing football since uh, fifth grade. Fifth grade? That's that's long. How long have you been playing football? Um, how many years? Since seventh grade. So seventh grade, okay. Six years. Six years? How about you? How long have you been playing uh, football? Six years. Seventh six grade. years. Seventh grade. How long have you been playing? Uh, nine years. Nine years. You've been playing football for a long time. Yes, so, what position do what position do you play? Uh, running back and safety. Running back and safety. What position? Quarterback, defensive end. All right. What about you? Center. You play center. And what what position do you play? I play inside linebacker. Okay. That's awesome. So what are some of the things that that you do during practice that that has really, you know, helped during this season so far? Like just helped you personally in your... Yeah, we do a lot of temper drills, like fast pace. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that's really helped me personally. Yeah. Getting good shape for the game. What about you? What's some things in practice that really helped you a lot? Just listening to what Coach tells us, yeah. you know, watching film, stuff like that. Yeah, Coach Coach knows best most of the time. Coach what about you? Best. What are some things during practice that just really helped during the game? Uh, getting a good look from the scout team. Yeah. If we get a good look from the scout team, we know what we're going to be getting into during the game. So. so what about you? What are some things during practice that have really just come to help out during the game? Uh, definitely our individual work with our coaches. We all yeah. split out in different groups, and we work on uh, what we need to work on after we watch film. Yeah. What are some things that – that you feel personally that could use a little bit of work that would help you do a lot better in this game, this upcoming game? Being more physical. More physical? Uh, most definitely. We got out physical in the team we beat. We always, or we got beat by, uh, we always preach we're going to be more physical in just that game we wasn't. So. I got you. What about you? What are some things that you think that you could work on, you know, you being the, the QB, things you could work on um, in this game? 
you know, being more physical, like you said, and not missing assignments, doing what I'm supposed to do, yeah. no mental errors and stuff right. like that. That's good. What about you? What are some things that you feel like would really help, you know, that, that you think you could improve on this next game? Yeah. As a center, I believe having perfect snaps is what I need to do. I got you. Honestly, I'm going to have a little bit of trouble with that, but I'm just going to work on it every day. Just practice, snaps. yeah, practice makes perfect. What about you? What are some things you feel that you, you need to work on personally for this upcoming game? Just doing the little things right, you know, yeah. wrapping up, running through the tackles and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, what are some things that, you know, you got a big, big game coming up. What are some things that personally get you just motivated and get you in the mindset for playing a game? Or going to get, uh, it's definitely going to get. my teammates. Your teammates? Yeah, they motivate me. What about you? What's the thing that motivates you the most? I just want to do my best. I yeah. do best for teammates. I got you. What about you? What you being the quarterback? You got a lot to do. What What is something that just gets you in the mindset and gets you motivated for an upcoming game? Uh, kind of like what they said. Just my teammates want to go out there and yeah. perform for them. Yeah. What about you? you uh, same thing, or is it teammates? Teammates, community, community. That's awesome. Um, what are What are some of the things that got you into football? That really, I mean, that really just made you want to like. What got you into football? Definitely my older brother. Your older Watching brother? my older brother play, and I just wanted to do the things he was doing. Yeah, that's And awesome. after that, I mean, ever since then, I've had the love for it. What about you? What's something that, that got you into football? Uh, my friends were playing. All my friends were playing in seventh grade. I kind of just wanted to go out there and play with them. So. Yeah, I got you. What about you? What got you into football? Just wanted to try something new. Try something new? That's awesome, man. You know, it's, it's good to see uh, – you know, you just want to try something, and you try something. You're like, man, this is really fun. You just stick with it. And you, I mean, you get a lot of good experiences from it. And uh, seeing from your coach, he just wants to see you turn into a great young man. What about you? What are some? Th what got you into football? Uh, like Carlos said, watching my older siblings. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, watching older siblings can really motivate you. That's that's awesome. Well, I do appreciate y'all's time, and it was good to talk to all y'all. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Thank you all so much for tuning in at this time to Jefferson Sports Talk. Be sure to tune in next time. Uh, we, we'll be having an interview with Valley Head. Thank you so much.